Hey everybody, this is Brother Paxton and I'm coming to you again this week from Traverse City, Michigan. I love the book of James and I've been studying through the book quite a bit lately. And uh, James was a pastor. He had a pastor's heart and he loved to shepherd the people of God in his time. And we find in his book that he takes great strides in building a bridge from the dichotomy of the believer's faith in Christ to how works stem from that faith. Um, in other words, if it's the faith that saves you, it will have works as well. Faith, we get saved by trusting in Christ with faith alone, but we are faith is never alone. Faith always packs with it good works that flow out of the believer's heart. And one thing I really enjoyed about James in his second chapter of his book is when he tells us as Christians that we should not have respect of persons or show partiality to those who have more money than others, to those who are rich, to those who are higher up in the social economic ladder. But we should treat all brothers and sisters the same as it regards that. Here's what James said. It's very interesting. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. In other words, your faith is in Christ, and everybody can have faith in Christ, and everybody can be born again, and everybody can serve the Lord in the local church. I mean, this is for everybody. For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring in good clothing, and there comes also a poor man in rags, and you have respect to the, him that wears the good clothing and say to him, sit here in the good place, but you say to the poor, stand over there or sit here under my footstool. Are you not then partial in yourselves and are become judges with evil thoughts? See, that kind of thinking James is saying is evil. It's evil to say that when someone comes into the church and we don't want to talk to them, because they're not dressed very well. I've actually heard of churches that have asked people, hey, you know, you drive an old beat up car, please don't park that in our parking lot. And a lot of these churches are the ones that preach the money gospel. And they preach about how we're supposed to be able to speak it and be rich. And that faith will make you rich in this world's goods. I think this is a buttress to the fact in James that faith is not about whether or not we're rich in this world's goods. We want to be rich spiritually, and that comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And when we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we are going to love the least of these. And we're going to want to bring them into the church, irrespective of their status in society. He goes on to say, Hearken, my beloved brethren, has not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him? And I have seen this to be true in my life and in ministry now for over 36 years. I have seen that some of the poorest people in this world's good, goods are closer to Jesus, have a deeper prayer life, and have more faith than a lot of people who are really rich and they don't seem to think they need God as much. They seem to be uh, having an air of self-sufficiency about them. And sometimes God chooses the poor because they truly love Him. They truly know Him in their hearts. They truly understand 
what the gospel is all about. Verse 6, But you have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? In other words, he's telling these believers here, he's saying, look, you're taking the side of the rich, but aren't they the ones that take you to court if you can't pay the least little amount? If you make the least little mistake, aren't these rich people the ones that push the issue? So why are you coming down on the side of the rich? Now let me say this, it's not wrong to be rich and it's not wrong for a Christian to be rich, but what James is dealing at is the heart of the believer. That we should not prefer the rich over the poor, but we should treat them both equally in the house of God. Verse 7, do they not blaspheme that worthy name by the which you are called? Some of these people were even saying negative things about Jesus. He says, if you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, you do well. But if you have respect to persons, you commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. Now thank God, that's why grace is so important and that's why the mercy of Christ is so important. Is because if we fail in one point, man, we're done, right? We've broken the whole law. And in this context, what he's saying is, you can be a great person. You can know a lot about the scripture. You can study the word of God. You can pray. You can tithe. You can give. You can build churches. You can build schools. You can feed the hungry. But if you despise poor people in your midst, you have broken the whole law of God. And he says, so what's the answer to this? The answer is faith in Christ. And as we go before the Lord and we ask him, Lord, help us to see others as you see them and help us to treat other people as you would treat them. We will, I want to jump down to verse 15. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, Notwithstanding, you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? Even so, faith, if it has not works, is dead, being alone. So here we see James crossing that divide. We see him showing us that faith will translate into action if it's the faith that saves you. We could read that a little further in another clip. We might do that. If it's the faith that saves you, it will translate into action because you're saved. And you will see people who don't have as much as you, or you will see people who are mistreating others, and you will go to the aid of the person who's being mistreated, and you will love them, and you will bring them into the fellowship of the house of God, and you will treat them as a redeemed brother or sister in the Lord, giving no thought to the clothes they wear, the cars they drive, the houses they live in. They might be rich or they might be poor. That doesn't matter at the cross because we're all sinners who need Christ. We're all on the same road through this life. It's called sanctification until we get home to heaven. So treat people right. I love the song by the newsboys. This is your life. This is not a dress rehearsal. Treat people right. Treat yourself right. How do you do that? Get in the Word of God and love Jesus with all of your heart and live this life with the heart of Christ 
motivating your actions and directing you each and every day. And you'll come to the end of the journey, and when you enter into his presence, he will say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of your Lord. Don't have respect of persons and don't live with partiality and favoritism going on. Welcome all and embrace them and lead them to Christ and embrace them in Christ. And we can win this world with the power of the love of God shining through our hearts, the faith of Christ shining out of us in Jesus' name. So this is Evangelist Len Paxton from Traverse City, Michigan saying, go with God and he will go with you. Bless you.